Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip. And if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast, The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. Dr. Drew over there in New York City, board-certified physician, Chris Max Patton Studios got some stories yeah. for us to sink our teeth into. Yeah, I've an, I've, I came across a study that I think you both will love because I think you've been oh, doing boy. it um, subconsciously <laughs> throughout the last few years. But so there's this uh, basically the uh, the thesis of this study is um, when being uh, when being given a math problem. Uh, there's people are there's okay. So when being asked a tricked math question, the majority of people will Trick, answer. Hold on, a tricked. A trick math question. Oh, this is the bat, the bat question? Yeah, you, you know this one. So, yeah, so when being asked a trick math question, the majority of people an- will answer intuitively with the wrong answer. Right. Hints will then get more people to answer correctively. However, even when directly told the correct answer, 20% of people will still keep the intuitive and incorrect answer mm-hmm. and refuse to even – it's a math problem. Yeah. So yeah, it's the it's the bat and ball problem. So I'll give you I'll I'll, I'll give you the problem here. A bat and ball cost one dollar ten cents in total. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? The bat so it's one ten total. Yeah, and the right. bat is a buck more. Yes, than the ball. How much does the ball cost? So the ball cost you'd want to say. Oh, uh, well, you want to say 10 cents, but that's not a buck more. That's 90 cents more. So. Correct. That's where people get fucked up. Yeah. So right then you'd want to say a hundred, a dollar ten more than the ball, but the ball costs 10 cents and it's a total of 110. Correct. Yeah. So how do you get the ball at 10 cents and then a, a buck more? Well, so, that, so you're on the right track. So intuitively, the answer seems to be 10 cents. But after thinking it through, the answer is actually five cents, mm-hmm. right? So it's five cents plus one oh five will equal one ten. Right. So there are two kinds of thinking: mm-hmm. there are people who answer intuitively with ten cents, and then there are people. Then there's a reflective kind of thinking, which means you took the time, like what you were doing, to to kind of analyze it and come up with the correct answer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now yeah. the intuitive thinkers are broken down into two categories as well: careless and hopeless. 
the intuitive thinker. <laughs> yes, I had hapless and shiftless. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be, that could be the term. So, like the seven dwarves. So mm-hmm. the <laughs> so the careless. They answered correctly after some hints and follow up questions were given. Like the answer is not ten cents, or right. yeah, um, mm-hmm. the hopeless. Even after being given the correct answer, still refused to put five cents in the blank space. Mm-hmm. And there's twenty percent of people who refuse to do that. It's so, a lot of you know, it's a lot of people. Scott Adams always says twenty percent of the people get everything wrong. Yeah, that's what this. Uh, this he, so th- because if you look at every poll, if there's a really a dumb wrong answer, twenty percent of the people will go for it. Yeah. Well, there's also just a weird thing that a lot of this is just. Who, what party you with? But you know, it always drives me nuts. And like CNN was like, "What percentage of people think this economy is in right. dire straits?" It's like sixty-six percent of Americans. And then what percent thinks it's it's doing okay? It's like thirty-one percent. And then there's always what percent think it's excelling and soaring? You know, eighteen percent. It's like ex- excelling by what measurement? Like you can't think that, right? Yeah. Well. So imagine, so they get the answer wrong. Here are the hints. Ten cents is not the answer. Or And then, before responding, consider whether the, the answer could be five cents. And uh-huh. then finally, hey, the answer is five cents. Please enter the number five <laughs> in the blank below. And still 20% refuse to do it. So this Cornell psychologist, he says that 20%, there's always a 20%. 20% of people have crazy beliefs. 20% yep. of people are highly authoritarian. Yeah. And this, Author- this... Wait, wait, wait. Authoritarian. Wait yeah. a minute. How did he conclude that? That's a real specific personality trait, right? Yeah, I mean that's that, that's that's his that's his quote. It feels to me like he's trying to be, he's going to go next, and that's why people go for these these leaders that uh, are populist, <laughs> right? That's going to be his next move. Yeah. So they See. found that people who score well on problems such as the bat and the ball do a better job of distinguishing truth from partisan fake news. Oh, oh that's uh-huh. which is kind of what we've been seeing throughout all of the media consumption in the last few years. And this is back to my point about the people in the middle, just shaking their head, but quietly, you know, just seeing the reality. This is not right. This is, this is crazy, but afraid to say anything. Right. So this was published in the, in the journal cognition, but yeah, it's the bat and the ball problem. And well, it's interesting that authoritarian move, I I don't know (laughs) where he came up with that. That that is a weird, that is a weird move. And he's building the case that, that that's why people 20% are foreign populist opinions. And and it's going to be an interestingly, I'm sure it's an anti-Trump treatment. Mm. Well, I don't know, but you do have to, it's like, look, um, the hospital in Gaza gets bombed. All the nuts on the squad thinks it's Israel. Yeah. Uh, then the surveillance footage comes out and it's Hamas. One of their rockets went rogue and hit the hospital and they're still on it. Well, that's like uh, the, the news thing, right? Well, like, that's essentially you've been given yeah. the right answer. 20 percenters yeah. and you're not backing off. Yeah, that's. That's who it is. That's, right. that's I see what it, both, it is. It's both. It goes both ways. But is there something psychological? What do you mean it goes both ways? Yeah, what like, does that mean? Okay, because it I, either it's the people who want to believe, let's say, um, the Earth is flat, right? Regardless of okay. they're 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 being given all this proof, they'll still say, "Oh no, the Earth is still flat," because right, they're intu- right. they're using their intuition. No, I, I yeah, except for that is less than one percent. Okay. You know, we're not getting into the twenty percentile. 
the and those people typically don't inhabit jobs that where they make policy and affect yeah. us. You, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, these see, wackadoodles I, well, make policy. It's one of the reasons that the authoritarian thing caught my attention because that would suggest then well the twenty percent Gavin Newsom must be in that twenty percent because he seems to like the authoritarian approach and all these. You know, th- millions of people in Los Angeles love his authoritarian input. Yeah. I'm not saying, and I'm it's- not saying that 20% agree that Earth is flat. I'm just saying, no, imagine no. taking all of society and putting 20% into a bucket, and that's where you have the flat earthers, and that's where you have the squad, and that's where you have these people who, who basically are in the study are called the hopeless. They cannot solve a problem even with heavy hints. Well, yeah. the the all right. So the authoritarian part comes in that. When your ideas are disproven, you now need force to carry out your policy. You know what I mean? So somebody says masks don't work, not these paper masks, not the way we're wearing them. And they go, "Okay, there's a study that says they don't work. Yes, there's a study. Okay, now we're going to enforce it. Now we're going to use our might. You know, I was wrong, but I'm in the hopeless and I can't admit I'm wrong, so now I'm getting cops to show yeah. up and shut your business down. That's yeah, yeah. that's where the that's where the totalitarian part kicks in. Mm. The yeah, actual yeah. doubling down. So the mayor of Oakland, like London Breed, found the hoops hanging from the trees, right? And it was told to her that these are not nooses. This this is exercise equipment. And she says, I don't care. I'm getting the Department of Justice down here to investigate this as a hate crime. So she's using her might now to do something. That's where the totalitarian stuff comes in. You saw the border crossing and the guys on the horseback looking like they were whipping the Haitians, but they weren't. And the photographer said they weren't. That doesn't matter. We're having an investigation. These guys are suspended. Yeah. That's where the totalitarian part kicks in. Arresting people in the Bay for paddleboarding that's where that comes in Ugh. so you, you, when your ideas but it's no look do you ever uh drew mm. do you ever have your wife when the kids were young and you know let's say you have a kid who's more accurate than another kid yeah yeah i got a son who's pretty accurate you know yeah yeah and he was accurate when he was nine <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, But at uh, some point, he'd get into an argument with his mom. And at some point, they'd be arguing about what time they were supposed to be picked up or something. Then he'd go, I'll show you the email you sent me. And she'd scream, just get out of the kitchen. (laughs) Sure. That's what the totalitarian (laughs) part is. Do do you know what I'm saying? But but weirdly, those are the same people that push back against any kind of authority at the same time. What do you mean? So you... Because in any authority and any somebody and somebody, let's say, with a mathematical degree who comes in and says, let me explain to you how the bat and ball thing works. Get out of here. Scram. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bother me. But is it is it a denial? What what is it? Where's the stemming? Here's what I think. Here's honestly what I think it is. I mean, I think it's two parts or, or maybe maybe there's more than one part. People are insecure about their lack of intelligence true and when they're in the the smartest people i know the most secure people i know always are constantly wanting to be proven wrong challenge my idea challenge my idea 
the smarties in the room. Mm, yeah. They want to yep. be. They share, they're, they, they're like Mike Tyson. I want to fight Razor Reddick for a second time because he punches yeah. like a fucking mule kicks. And that, I want yeah. another shot at this guy, even though I he won I the first time. I, I want to get better. 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 You know, be the better. metal's going to sharpen metal kind of sure. thing, right? Yeah. So there's a kind of an insecurity that they have with their own intelligence. The people that I have experienced this the most with are people mm-hmm. that in their quiet times question their own intelligence. So thus, just like a tough guy who's insecure picking fights, you know what I mean? So there's a kind of an overcompensation. I actually feel lesser intelligent. I have maybe a little chip on my shoulder. I know people kind of think I'm dumb. And so there's there's a kind of a chip that they have. Mm -hmm. And then they also have a kind of ego that's married to their batting average of being correct that is very interwoven that they're that they're literally literally the way they look at themselves is by how often they're right and how often they're wrong you know and And now you have the luxury drew yeah yeah and when i'm talking about you i want everyone just to think about me but i'm going to talk about you instead (laughs) best-selling author celebrated you know, many years, many years of accomplishments with awards yeah. and plaques and trophies yep. festoon around my, I mean, your Nothing. office. Right. You have a degree. You have a stethoscope. You have things that you're never going to mistake yourself for someone who's kind of worthless and dumb. You know, mm-hmm. you may be hard on yourself and think maybe I should do more or I could have yeah. done more or I should work yeah. harder. But you're never going to mistake yourself for sort of a dingbat. You know what I mean? And so I think these people get very invested and they protect it. They they work really hard. And what they don't realize is to the smart people, they now come across as dumber. Mm. So they're actually torpedoing their own case. But these are conversations I've pretty much exclusively had with dumb people. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that smart can spot and know smart and dumb does not know smart. Uh, and right. there's all this data uh, where particularly in our country, people grossly overestimate their intellect. That's mm. just everybody does mm-hmm. literally everybody. And you got to remember that average IQ is a hundred. It's average half is or some version of half is below the, the average. That's, you know, not maybe not most people, but that's, a lot of people are below average. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, "Yeah, if the average person, if you consider the average person stupid, half the half of humanity is up below that. That's average." Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me tell you guys about uh, blinds galore because they ain't dumb. Black Friday and Cyber Monday right around the corner. You can check out blindsgalore.com today, so you'll be ready for these huge sales when they start November twenty first. I have these guys in my Products in my house just had the electronic battery power. You charge the battery up, it lasts for months, but you get the remote up in the morning, down at night. So you want to be ready. Give any room an incredible makeover with custom blinds, motorized shades. That's what I just got. Shutters and uh, even drapery, family owned for over 25 years. And you can do it all without leaving your house. Just take the measurements and customize it online. See exactly how your blinds or shades are going to look on the screen before you buy. And you can even order up to 15 free samples, which really helps in the color 
selection. Save a ton compared to the big box stores on a custom product made just for your window. It's Blinds Galore, right, Emmy? That's right. BlindsGalore.com makes it easy to get the custom designer blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Order your free samples so you're ready for their huge Black Friday sale on November 21st when everything will be 50% off. BlindsGalore.com and let them know we sent you. That's BlindsGalore.com. All right. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an issue. It's been, it's been going on for a long time. And yeah. uh, I've dealt with it m- most of my adult life. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm not sure why it's a it's so prevalent. You know, it's way more it's prevalent also, than it should be. It's, it's also a complicated landscape, right? I mean, because of your reading stuff and the way the LA Unified edu- didn't educate you, your IQ would not be, a you know, on a formal IQ test would not be a good re- reflection of your intellect. Yeah. So there's a lot of craziness, you know, in in trying to assess what smart is. Yeah. It I don't mind but first off, pride is a killer if you're not smart or tough. Mm. And mm. that's the problem. It's it's a sort mm. of there's a pride part of this that dumb people seem to be they seem to have more pride per ounce than smart people. Smart people aren't that proud. They're constantly self-deprecating. They're constantly looking at people that have done things better than them and are more successful and constantly thinking about ways they could have done things better or or had had a had a better solution to something. Maybe the bars raise because they think of themselves as, you know, highly functional. In, yeah. intellectually but there's not a lot of pride I, I i don't know if you you really break down the word pride yeah i i don't look at earned pride as pride i look at pride as something you have over you know your soccer club won the yeah. national cup you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, or yeah. you know i'm part samoan you know or just any of that bullshit it's really damaging the pride. Yeah, the pride I, gets I you don't... caught up in a team. It gets you caught. I mean, I see people out here, even some of comedians and stuff like that. They'll go, I'm from the 9114 area code. Come on now. That's uh, Long Beach and uh, p- parts of Manhattan Beach. And it's like, who the fuck cares where you were shit out, you retard? Do you know what I mean? They got pride. They got a fucking Ooh. tattoo of the fucking area code their mom shit them out in 28 years ago. You know, all that. Totally destructive. And and it satiates and it fucks it, it fucks you up. And this is why I don't like any politician speaking to any group. Mm. It's the worst. It's it's debilitating. So yeah. pride is really the killer. And now what we did with the self-esteem movement is we tried to graft on fake pride to all the idiots who didn't achieve anything. Well, I listen to this. I, and it, we damaged sure them badly. By the way, I don't think I ever really experienced pride. Do you yourself? Yeah, I don't think I'd something my like. I'm not. It's not a well, feeling I'm I have here with. I have I mean, pride I guess in high school or something when they won a football game. I, I would have been proud of us or something. I have but pride in being a carpenter. Let's yeah. say pride in your work. Pride in your work. But yeah, I have pride in work. things I know how to do, but I, I don't have a general pride yeah. that's a heritage based or my dad or my parents came here from. I don't I don't have a general pride. Yeah. That's uh, that's, it's, general pride's neither here nor there. And it's kind of a waste of time. 
just, just have pride in the things that you've done. And also don't have pride in the things that are universal. Like as a mother, oh, yeah. fuck you, bitch. Everyone's a mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really? As a mom? Uh, yeah. As a father? You know, I, th- that's all bullshit. Shitting out kids doesn't mean shit. You Man. can love your kids. Love your kids. But that doesn't mean you're better than anybody who's ever been fucking introduced to this planet. You can join the 200 billion people that have come before you. Many horrible. Shit out kids. Who shit kids shit out, out on a regular basis. So, shit like, don't kids. have that pride. You know, have a look. If you build a wooden vessel in your garage and, you know, you've steamed all the planks and used the shiplap joint and you put your yeah. last coat of eight coats of varnish on it after a wet sand in between each yeah. coat of varnish, then have some fucking pride when people come over and see that boat you've built that have some pride that's all got to be earned it cannot be based on being a proud woman of color or or plus size mama jammer any or whatever your culture is whatever it is fuck it it's a fool's errand and those people always they always do worse and the people who are successful never talk about pride or their heritage or any of that unless they're trying to bullshit someone who's stupid Weight management can be personal and difficult, and what works for some may not work for others. And, of course, it's an important part of health management. You've probably heard about semaglutide and maybe have some questions. Uh, is it too expensive? Will insurance cover it? Are there side effects? Henry Meds is an affordable way to get online weight management. They have programs that utilize compounded semaglutide, and that is a product that has been somewhat under concern by the FDA. I've never prescribed it myself, but compounded semaglutide is used by physicians to help people lose weight and keep weight off. There are, of course, side effects. Study up, learn what the potential side effect is before you consent. And unlike traditional weight loss meds, it is a non-stimulant. You sign up online, speak to a licensed medical provider on the Henry Meds platform. I've never personally made direct referrals, but if you're qualified, you'll get medication right to your door. No insurance needed. Save thousands, right, Emmy? That's right. Try something new with Henry Meds. We've got a special offer for our audience. Visit henrymeds.com slash ADS and receive $50 off your first month by using promo code ADS. Henry Meds offers prescription weight loss medication that reduces your appetite and cravings. And the monthly cost includes a telehealth provider appointment and medication. No insurance required. Again, that's henrymeds.com slash ADS and receive $50 off your first month by using promo code ADS. And we thank Henry Meds for sponsoring this podcast. Yes. What else you got, Max Powder? <laughs> All right. Well, as a father, I'm bummed I, yeah. I can't use that statement now. You should be. Uh, so there's a there's this other study from the Carnegie Mellon University or Carnegie. Mm. Um, Carnegie has found his name is know, Andrew actually, Carnegie. That's his name. Uh, you know, I actually knew Carnegie's great grandchildren, and they did not say Carnegie. <laughs> no, this is where Christ. it started. This is where the left taking over the language to it's correct you started. Yes. Yeah. This is not a right wing thing. It's Carnegie Hall. It's Carnegie yeah, Hall. Carnegie. I know. They I turned it into Adam. a generous donation from the Carnegie organization. <laughs> I, I That's NPR. God, That's NPR. It all started on NPR. It's a voiceover person who read it wrong. No, <laughs> it's an NPR thing. They, look, yep. you can't see Kiev anymore. You have to say Kiev. Ah, uh, sure. The Con and Cannes Film Festival toggles back and forth all the time, constantly re renaming not renaming repronouncing reworking. everything reworking, reworking everything that's yeah. all part of it that's right. that's the bigger that's where pronouns come from right. correct. Yeah. correct 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 yeah. correct 
control. Correct, correct, They control. really believed that they'd say Mexico and That's Deutschland. Right. That's right. Um, all right. So uh, I well, want to bring on Paris, uh, Paris every time people mention Paris. <laughs> so this, this study, they found that men are less eager and likely to share negative information than women, while there was little difference when it came to positive news. So mm-hmm. the author suggests that this may be due to a greater concern among men over how other people will see them, resulting in a tendency no. to self-promote no way. by sharing positive information about themselves and not revealing their negative experiences to others. In the mm-hmm. first study, people self-reported times when they felt like they were dying to disclose information to others, then indicated whether they actually had shared the information. Although men and women generated similar numbers of instances of wanting to share positive information, like a promotion, men were far less likely to report wanting to share the negative information, like failure to receive a promotion. A promotion. Hmm. And it's just, yeah, so there's well, this, and is it... So I'd say two things. Okay. We, men, really, we do, def- if they're sort of in the workplace and performance, and that kind of stuff, we really define ourselves by what we do. Yeah. We, we just, that's a thing. But... Through history, men shit on each other so much that when you divulge a negative or a weakness, your peers will shit all over you. You're so weaponizing you're, of course, it against more you. More circumspect about bringing that kind of thing out. But is that a? Do you think that's an issue? Like in no. in, in today's society, it's probably a good thing. Really. Well, I'm I'm going a little different direction here. Uh, what do you got? Well, because we're just talking about men sharing negative information, but who are they sharing it with? Because yeah, yeah. I do not share negative information with women because it's too big a fucking deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't like, want to talk about it too long. <laughs> it's, it, it, it impacts them too much. Oh, okay. You know what They're I mean? A little more empathetic. Yeah. I mean, that's putting a kind of happy spin on it, but yeah, they they, they get revved up. Drew, you know this with your <laughs> wife. You know, you know what I mean? They get whipped up. They get revved up. At some yep. point, they go, well, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm sending him an email. You know, <laughs> yes. like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't like, do no, it. No, don't no. do it. Right. So you tend not to because it's, and, it becomes and, an ordeal. And you also don't want to think about it. They're going to go around and around and around. Right, right. So for me, I'm much more apt to share negative news with men, mm. but much less with women because the women part, I well, in a weird way, it's not really fair. Like, I don't share negative news with my kids because right, right, right. it impacts yes. them differently. Why bum yeah. them out? You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. That's the way I look at women. <laughs> Why? Why are you bombing them? You know, they don't. They don't have a full. Like, there's too much emotion and not enough context. You know. Is that why? You uh, by the way, it, they will turn the shit on you, too. Oh, by the way. Oh, oh. If you go to a woman, you, like, oh, have you fixed this problem yet? Have this, you, <laughs> uh, you know, my birthday was uh, the other day. Not a peep from Doctor Drew. Well, did you buy him something for his birthday? Now you're on the fucking heels. Now, right? You should yeah. text him and ask him about it. Is there something wrong? And then the next day, did you text him? They spin it around. <laughs> They'll say, women do this all the time. They go, they do the jujitsu shit. They go, that guy fucking, <laughs> that guy cut me off on the road. Well, the way you drive, I'm not surprised. You, you know what I mean? Like, go. they'll fucking turn it right back on you. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever, you know, if you ever could say someone at your office drew like, oh, this woman, uh, uh, she's totally unprofessional. Well, you don't know how to talk to your employees. You, you know what I mean? Like stand it's, up to them. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's Do not. Be nice to them. It'll either turn into a bigger deal. Or it'll get turned on you. Right. Either way, nothing in it for me. 
So the reason you're withholding this information is not because it's something inherent in your soul. It's just I don't want to deal with the bullshit of the reaction from much, the female. We are very practical. Men are very pragmatic with this stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I, mean, I would. Just, but do you yeah. think that there there are some lingering health issues that could stem from keeping information withheld? No, I think the opposite based on our discussion so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's a guy you shouldn't withhold any information from, Jordan Harbinger. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with a retired chef that somehow infiltrated the illicit North Korean arms trade. When people ask me, how is it to go to North Korea? Well, it's quite difficult to describe because you know you are being followed. And what do I say? And what do I do? How do I react to things? I'm going to the U.S. to meet up with a CIA agent. One of the most important things he taught me was to be a perfect mole is that you have to be 95% yourself and then 5% mole. The last 5% is the one who observed and I was really good to networking with people without people actually know I was networking with them. Everything was recorded. So I just literally took the pants down on a whole regime exposing their women's program. For more on how Ulrich the Mole, a Danish chef and family man, wound up working undercover in North Korea to expose its illicit arms trade, check out episode 527 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Yeah, I think there's a pragmatic part of this that I just don't want to get into laps about negative subjects. Yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned you mentioned not saying talking to your kids. You waited a really long time to tell your kids about your mom dying. I wasn't even going to tell them. Yeah. You're just going to take that with you. Yeah. They'd find out when you were gone. I didn't even know what they would know when I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never told them. I when, never when told them. When your mom would go to your funeral, they're like, "Oh, I guess she's gone too." <laughs> yeah, I guess they'd notice her absence. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't I didn't feel like bumming them out. They yeah. didn't really care about her. So, yeah. you know, had they been closer? Oh, had yeah. They, had they been closer? Yeah, I, I think been a little more. I think it would have been a reveal. different. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't want to get into it, but. But do you think it was it really all for them? Or is there a personal reason as well? Just like how you were feeling or what? It wasn't. I never look forward, you know, I don't look forward to an uncomfortable conversation. I don't want to fire somebody. I don't want to tell someone someone died. I don't want to tell someone to go move their car. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or turn yeah. their stereo down. I don't want to do any of these things. I want to have any uncomfortable interactions. Yeah. And so the first thing, my mom dying falls under the heading of is an uncomfortable interaction with, with my kids, which is enough for me to kick that can down, <laughs> down the road. Also, then there's a pragmatic side. Mm -hmm. She didn't really earn that conversation. She wasn't, right. you know, I think that was a lot wasn't really mm. close to them. She, you know, she, she was consistent. My mom and dad were consistent. There were sort yeah. of you know, mildly interested in their kids and a little less interested in the grandkids. Although they were, you know, around when they were young and, you know, saw the kids and, and that kind of stuff. But they're they're not. My mom isn't capable of, of taking full interest in somebody else's world or life or thing. She just isn't capable of it. So I knew yeah. she didn't really care about them that much. Mm. Even though the, she would say there was great love, you great know what I mean. Love, but but love. she never. She's been very clear about that. <laughs> she didn't really see him. She didn't really ask about him. You know, they didn't. 
but it was reciprocated. They didn't have that kind of relationship with her. I mean, they didn't see right. her for, I don't know, a couple of years before she died or a year and a half right. or something. And they didn't, they Crazy. weren't missing her. And also then there's a, there's a kind of pragmatic part, which is my parents, uh, people don't realize I've spoken about this before. Relationships are very um, transactional. If, if, if there's not, there's, it's not enough to just go, there's great love. Someone's yeah. got to do something for the other person. You got to fucking bake shit. You got to buy shit. You got to take them here. You know, especially kids. It's all transactional. You know what I mean? If you're the grandparent who doesn't spend money on them or yeah. doesn't bring a gift or doesn't, you know, run around with them or do whatever, take them to the dinosaur park or something, you're <laughs> off the table. That's their love language. They don't, they don't need you. Yeah. You, you know you what know, I mean? I, I, I always tell Adam, Chris, that uh, he, our mothers did us a great favor because we have friends that, oh, they're, God, they're so upset when their moms died. We were like, man, we didn't really didn't really notice it that much. There's no relationship there. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't notice it at all. I'm relieved sometimes when I get up and I'm like, oh, she's gone. I don't have yeah. to deal with whatever <laughs> stupid conversation we're going to have about nothing. But, and then that makes me... Uh, that makes me a sociopath, but I, I would argue <laughs> you got to earn that. Look, you want to talk about nothing your whole life, then that'll be our relationship. But I'm not that, that makes me not interested in hanging around. Right. Yes. And based off your kids reactions when they did find out you were you were. Right. Oh, they, they told their mom told them six months ago. Yeah. They just didn't say anything. And they didn't care either. No, they don't care because they're transactional. Why? Why? What are they going? What do they care about? What do they what care they about? about? What What are they yeah, going? All they have is a declaration. There. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's a a feature. What they care about is it's a, a somebody in their life that's always been there, and therefore it's a piece of them, right? It's a piece of me. It's my life. You know, this person is you know part of my life is going away. People feel that, but if there's not a real affection, a real relationship, it's the yeah. grief is not big. Well, as a father. Mm, of yeah, co- of color. You're very special. Um, we should have heritage. Yeah, yeah I understand huge. that. I, I can see what you're saying. All right, Sacramento tonight, tomorrow night. Some of those shows are sold out. We're gonna have to check that out because um, Punchline. I think they're going. Fargo, North Dakota, Fargo Theater doing stand up there. Then Nashville, Zanies, Huntsville. Just go to amcrow.com for all the live shows. What do you got, Drew? Doctor.com for the pods. Doctor TV for the streaming show. So, until next time, Adam Crow for Dr. Say It. Mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.